Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. Cast episode number 141. And on this episode, we're talking about iOS 14 and what it means for your Facebook ads. So if you've been a little stressed, confused, or just unsure, this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. Hustlers, welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, I'm really stoked for this week's episode because a lot of people, my clients, my friends, uh, people on the internet have been asking me, what does the iOS 14 update mean for my Facebook ads? Now, just to kind of set the stage, if you don't know what's happening, Apple is rolling out a new update for the iPhone that's going to affect how Facebook ads are delivered, optimized, set up, tracked. And it's really got some people on edge because anytime a big change comes to an advertising platform, especially one like Facebook, where the barrier to entry has been pretty low um, and you've been able to just kind of get in there and play around, it can be really stressful when it feels like everything's going to be pulled out from under you. But my hope with this episode is that I quell some of your fears, I walk you through the logistics of what's happening, and help you understand from a really high level down to even a granular level in some cases, exactly what's happening with iOS 14. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by my Challenge Launch Toolkit. If you've been looking to launch your digital course with a five-day challenge and you're looking for how to run it, templates, strategies, trainings, and just a plethora of content at a killer price, you want to head over to toolkit.heartsoulhustle.com. 
and you can check out the Challenge Launch Toolkit. It's available for just $37, and it's going to walk you through how to map out, execute, and profitably run your own five-day challenge launch for your digital course, coaching program, or one-on-one programs. So if you want to check it out, that link again is toolkit.heartsoulhustle.com. So let's dive into this week's episode. First off, what exactly is happening with iOS 14? Well, the basic gist is that when people now go to use an app in iOS 14, it's going to pop up and ask for permission to track user activity. Okay, and you can imagine that for the average consumer, people aren't going to be, you know, clamoring in their boots to just opt in to let Facebook track them. Um, In fact, we're expecting, you know, or at least I'm expecting that a lot of people are going to opt out of letting Facebook track them. And so every single app for iOS 14 is going to do this, whether it be a game, Facebook, Instagram, it doesn't really matter. Every app is going to do this. It's going to pop up and say, do you want to let Facebook track you across various websites? And probably the average consumer is going to say no, right? So the real question is, why does this matter? What what does this do for our Facebook ads? Well, the first thing is that we need to understand that Facebook is always watching and tracking user activity, even beyond the Facebook platform, okay? Facebook is a little big brothery in a sense in that they're always watching where you go once you leave the Facebook platform based on pixels that are installed in various places. So I'll give you a real specific example. Um, my partner and I just adopted two kittens and uh, he has like some mild allergies to dander. Now, don't worry. He wanted the kittens, not me. He knew what he was getting into. But we decided to get some air purifiers for our home. And we were looking at the molecule. You may have heard of it. It basically takes the particles in the air and destroys them so that there's less dander in the air. Well, the minute we started looking at the molecule, I started getting ads on Facebook for other air purifiers. So how does Facebook know that just because I looked at one, I might be interested in others? Well, that is part of their watching and tracking. They're able to keep track of where I'm going from the Facebook app on my phone to other places, right? So you can imagine that if I'm a small business and I'm trying to, you know, be competitive and advertise in front of the right people, there's benefit to the fact that Facebook is tracking because, these other air filter companies aren't typing in target Zach Spuckler. They're targeting people who like Molecule, who are interested in air purifiers. And Facebook knows based on my web activity that I'm interested in those things, right? So that kind of brings us down to this sub point, which is optimization. So when you're running your Facebook ads, Facebook actually optimizes your ads to reach the best people, right? And it's not just based on what you're doing on the Facebook platform or what you like. So a lot of people think, oh, if I target people who like Amy Porterfield, then I'm targeting her page likes. But really, you could be targeting people who have visited her website, similar websites, people who are watching her videos. There's a lot of tracking activity that goes on with Facebook. And yes, it can be a little daunting, but as advertisers, it really gives us an incredible advantage, especially as a small business. And the last thing is that it may affect the reach and engagement of your ads if we can't reach the right people, okay? So all of that to be said, it can be a little daunting, it can be a little scary, but Facebook is doing some things that we can kind of, you know, help with this situation. 
And and the first thing I want to say is that, you know, this isn't the first time that there's been a major rollout uh, from a third party app or, you know, from tracking. We've had GDPR. We've had the Cambridge Analytica where, you know, it always feels like the sky is going to fall. And so the first thing I want you to do before I even go deeper into what some of this means for you is to just breathe. Okay, there's nothing that you can do to change it. Right. Um, And I know that that's a really like easy thing to say and a hard thing to do. But I just want you to know we have no way to change the rules right now. Facebook is doing some stuff like speak up for small business. Um, You can Google Facebook speak up for small business and it'll give you some links where you can kind of let you know, Apple know through Facebook that you want, you don't love these changes. You can connect with Facebook and and sign petitions that kind of say you want things to change. But for right now, things are probably going to continue moving forward, right? When GDPR happened, that kind of opened the floodgates for privacy laws and data laws and things to start to change. And that's not a bad thing. It's just something we have to be aware of. Okay, so now that we've taken a deep breath and we understand at a superficial level what it means, let's talk specifically about what this means for advertisers. So the advertisers who are probably going to be affected the most are going to be app advertisers, right? And I know a lot of you listening, this doesn't apply, but I just want you to have all the information because basically if you send traffic to download your app on the app store and then somebody opts out of the tracking, you can't track that they downloaded the app. Whereas previously, you could actually track who was downloading your app, how many downloads you were getting, right? But now people have to opt in specifically to give that data to you. Whereas before, you may have been able to opt out of that or change it in your settings. But now by default, people have to opt in. And I think that's the really important thing that we need to remember is that people must opt in. It's no longer, oh, the privacy or the data will be shared by default, um, but you can opt out. It's no, no, no. You must opt in or it won't be shared by default. Okay. Now here's the thing. You might be like, well, I don't run apps, so this isn't relevant to me. Well, it's not not relevant to us because, you know, when I was talking earlier about the air purifier, understand that targeting and interests may become less targeted and interest-based because they're not just, again, they're not just based on what you like on Facebook. They're based on what you do off of Facebook, where you go when you leave Facebook, what you engage with on the internet, okay? And Facebook is tracking all of that information through pixels that various people installed, and then they aggregate that data centrally. So targeting an interest may become less robust, which kind of is a double-edged sword because your certain uh, warm audiences aren't going to be targetable anymore, right? At least for iOS traffic that has opted out. So for example, in the past, you could target people who are on your email list, people who have visited your website, people who have engaged with you on Facebook. And while some of that will still stay, for example, if somebody visits your website on iOS 14 and has privacy settings uh, where they're not sharing their data with you, you can't retarget them. So where we're probably going to see a big impact on this is retargeting and uh, warm audience targeting ads, okay? Now, the other thing that means is that sometimes our lookalike audiences are also going to be less robust, 
Okay. And what that means is that because the warm data is going to be shrunk down in sample size, when you do a lookalike audience, it's going to be less relevant. Now, if your eyes are glazing over and you're like, what does this even mean? <laughs> Don't stress. I'm going to break it down even further. Basically, what we're saying is that you can give Facebook access to people who have visited your website to retarget on the app. You can then tell Facebook, I want to create an audience of people who look like people visiting my website. Now, that's all good and well, but if, you know, 50% of people have iPhones, I don't know the exact metric, but let's say 50% of the people visiting your website have iPhones, it's going to vary by your website, that's why I don't have the metric, um, but if, if that percentage of people have iPhones and then a large percentage of them have the privacy settings where they're not sharing that data with Facebook then the size of your website audience is smaller. When you go to create a lookalike audience, which is basically telling Facebook, I want to target people similar to people who are visiting my website, if the size of that audience is smaller, then the accuracy of the similar audience, the lookalike audience, is going to be less accurate too. So there's a lot going on here to unpack, but essentially what you need to understand is that less tracking from Facebook means less data goes to Facebook, which means your optimization, your targeting, and your tracking isn't going to be quite as robust as it used to be. Now, the reality is we don't know the extent of this. We don't know the extent that this is going to affect ads accounts, okay? But there are a couple of changes that Facebook is kind of putting in place with this that I want to cover um, in addition to this. And the first one is their event management rules. Now, in the past, you could have like 50 custom conversions, which basically means you were tracking a specific action on your website. You could track people who opted in, people who purchased, people who are doing two or three different opt-ins. Now, you can only track eight conversions per ad account. That includes both standard events and custom conversions, which basically means whether you use standard events or custom conversions, you can only be tracking eight actions on your pixel. Now, you can double dip by using standard events in multiple places, but it is kind of going to affect people who have a lot of different tracking pieces in place. So we need to realize that before we could track as much as we wanted, but now Facebook is limiting that tracking to only eight actions per website. Now, if you run an e-commerce website, it doesn't, it's not a huge deal because you can still use, say, the purchase standard event and track everybody that purchases, you just couldn't track each individual product if you had 10 or 15 different products, okay? So one thing that Facebook is kind of going to do to account for this or to help offset this, because if somebody has their privacy tracking turned off and then they convert on your website, it's not going to report to Facebook. So two things are going to happen. One, there's going to be a, a two to three day delay in reporting. So if somebody opts in on your website today, it may not report back to Facebook for two or three days. Additionally, Facebook is aware of this. And what they're going to do is what's called statistical modeling. Sounds fancy. Basically, what it means is that Facebook is going to estimate what your conversions are at during the period of time where it's not real-time data, okay? And what you need to understand about this is that it will be noted in Facebook if they're giving you statistical modeling or if they're giving you actual data, okay? So if you go into your Facebook, it will say, this is modeled what we expect you have converted at this far versus 
here are your hard and fast statistics, okay? So Facebook is doing things to kind of help us based on historical data. Facebook has millions, billions of data points, and they kind of know what's going to happen before it happens, statistical modeling. And so we can look at what's going to happen in our account from an analytics perspective, even if we don't have all of the data in real time. The other thing that Facebook is doing that we need to be aware of is they're changing what's called the attribution window. And the attribution window is basically um, how Facebook tracks an action. So previously, you could say, hey, if somebody clicked on my ad in the last 28 days and then converted, I want that to count. But now they're shrinking it down to a seven-day click, one-day view window, okay? And what that means is that if somebody clicks on your ad in the last seven days, they can be attributed as a conversion if they convert. If they viewed your ad in the last 24 hours and converted, they can be counted as a conversion. So that's going to be the new default. It's called a seven-day click, one-day view window. And it basically means that anybody who clicked in the last seven days or viewed in the last 24 hours can be counted as a conversion if they hit your standard event or custom conversion on your Facebook. So I wanted to keep this podcast relatively short because I don't want to overwhelm you with this, okay? This isn't going to be my longest podcast. We're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes here, but I want to just recap everything that I covered and then uh, just let you know that if some of this is really high level or you're not this advanced in Facebook ads yet, that's okay, right? The reality is if you're not familiar with all these concepts and things that I'm talking about, then you're going to be learning as we go, right? You're going to be learning what's happening. And because you're learning what's happening uh, in real time, it's your normal, okay? So if you listen to this episode and you're like, wow, I don't even use some of these settings or I don't even know about these settings, then it's okay, right? It's it's just going to become the new normal and we're going to adjust, we're going to adapt. That's the great thing about entrepreneurship is that we adjust and we adapt and we move forward. So I don't want you to be overwhelmed, okay? I don't want you to panic. I don't want you to think the sky is falling because it's just a change and Advertising has been around for years prior to Facebook. It will be around years after Facebook. It's not going anywhere. It's just going to change and evolve with the growing landscape. Okay. So quick recap of what we covered. Basically, when you log into iOS 14, it's now going to pop up with different apps and ask for explicit permission for people to opt in for tracking. The reason this matters is that Facebook is watching and tracking our activity, not just on the platform, but outside of the platform, which means it's going to affect optimization, targeting, and reach of our ads to getting in front of the right people. Now, this is most relevant to app creators, but it's not not relevant to us because our targeting and our interests that we put into Facebook aren't going to be quite as accurate potentially as they would have been before. Now, there's two other big changes that are happening, which is event management meaning you can only be tracking eight standard events and custom conversions total within one ad account. And less tracking equals less data, which means worse optimization in theory. We don't really know how this is going to affect optimization until we're in the thick of it, but as it sits now, this may affect overall optimization. And then the last two things to talk about are that the data may not report in real time. It may be a two to three day delay, but Facebook will use the statistical modeling and let you know when they're doing that so you can check it out. And the seven day click to one day view window is now going to be the new normal. You're no longer going to be able to track people who have engaged with your ads in the last 28 days.
So there you have it. Those are the big changes and what it means for you in iOS 14. I hope that this was helpful and not overwhelming. If you got value or you have any questions, drop me a DM on Instagram at HeartSoulHustle. And if I need to do a follow-up episode or go deeper or you have any questions, feel free to let me know. I want this to not be a scary thing for you, right? We can't control everything, but we can control how we react to anything. And that's what I want us to do. I want us to stay calm, collected, focused, and I want you to crush it with your Facebook ads. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up here. I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your week, whatever day of the week you're listening to. Get out there, run those ads, learn these changes, and until next time, keep hustling.